Okay, Ryan, 2017, government's change, uh, headlines captured, uh, you know, the new foreign property tax uh, and its impact on the market. Uh, as you remember, uh, this did have a big impact uh, on the market and uh, the pre-sale marketplace. Um, four years after those, those headlines and, and those new initiatives, in your opinion, um, did, did those initiatives inspire the type of change uh, that, that uh, set this policy in motion? Um, and are we continuing to see a trickle-down effect from this policy today? Cameron, I could get lost in this question all day. I feel like you know you start with me on this one and, and, uh, and, and we're gonna have to shut the lights out. Uh, Bill 28, that's introduced by the BC government uh, July 25th, 2016. I remember that day, I remember exactly where I was because I remember my phone started to ring. Um, I'm sure yours did as well. Uh, the bill amended the Property Transfer Tax Act essentially overnight. It backdated, every, uh, pardon me, everything was not grandfathered in, which is a huge hit to many. You probably remember what that was like. 15% uh, transfer tax on foreign entities buying property in Metro Vancouver. It's a big number, right? We're not talking about 15% on $10,000. We're talking on million dollar transaction. The purpose of the policy was to reduce demand in specific micro markets where it was believed that foreign demand was concentrating and being very active, pushing markets up. Uh, the lead up to the enactment, various neighborhoods in Metro uh, experienced aggressive price growth. Everyone was trying to buy real estate before that act hit, right? And as a result of that, we saw single family run. Uh, and then we saw a cool down on single family. And those active neighborhoods like the West, like West Vancouver, Shaughnessy and Marine went through massive price escalation. Much of the increase was in part to acquire well ahead of the policy. Following July though, it was the exact opposite on product type. We saw single family cool and the taxation began to take hold. Following the July taxation policy, we saw the exact opposite happen. Single family really began to experience strong price declines. There was stagnation of values. This somewhat happened from 2016 all the way out to 2018. Uh, and you probably remember, remember what that was like. Um, the immediate impact of the policy though proved to be effective on specific markets because it just wiped out a ton of equity and market growth that Metro Vancouver had experienced over the previous two years. What you're not going to read about though is how the appetite for Canadian real estate was not snuffed out, it was just redirected. As a result, same buyer groups that this policy was aimed at refocused their attention towards the pre-sale condo marketplace. And I think if you lived in Vancouver at the time, you remember this moment in time. Uh, it spurred one of the biggest pre-sale uh, price growth markets on record. Essentially every marketplace from 2014 to 2018 doubled in value. It was an unprecedented run-up with much of the growth occurring post bill 28. And so it's difficult because when I reflect back on that bill, I, I, I recall that it created opportunity and short-term demand problems uh, for, for specific supply and product types, but the long-term implications were, were really challenging for many to deal with. And so viewers wondering why the market escalated so quickly in these years, uh, we can thank Bill 28 for that.